Welcome into A to Z Sports. I am Zach Bingham. He is Luke Worsham. This is a Titans Thursday. Got to thank our presenting sponsors, including BetMGM. We are powered by BetMGM. Use that promo code right there on the screen. Risk-free bet up to $1,000 for new users. Can't beat that. And our presenting sponsors, including Mandu. 15 minutes actually emulates five hours of working out at Mandu. You may not believe it, but believe it. It is true. I did Mandu on Tuesday. I feel fantastic. Your first workout is absolutely free. Wilson County Hyundai, if you need a car, SUV, they've got you covered at WilsonCountyHyundai.com. The Bone and Joint Institute, our friends down in Franklin, state-of-the-art facility. If you have an injury or something going on with you, they can help you, whether it's your knee, your hip, your shoulder. Doesn't matter. Austin and I have both used doctors that, that are at Bone and Joint Institute. They will take care of you. And Renner's Warehouse, $89. That's all it costs per month to have them be your professional landlords. So shout out to Renner'sWarehouse.com. Luke, let us begin on this Titans Thursday. Before we get to Julio Jones, you were practice yesterday. What did you see? Kind of take us in because we, you know, fans don't get a chance to, to go to the practice field during the season. And I know you're not available for all of the sessions because that's just NFL protocol. But what did you find from yesterday's practice? Yeah, so it's interesting because this is an unconventional game week, right? They're playing on Monday as opposed to Sunday. So they get an extra day of work. Now, the media schedule is still the same. It's still Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. But the Titans practice week, quote unquote, really technically starts today. Today is when the first injury report of the week will come out. We didn't get one yesterday. Uh, and so yesterday, Vrabel's sort of approach to having that extra day was he said that they were going to spend a lot more time than usual on individual portion of practice, which is, of course, when each position uh, separates and goes with their position coaches. Uh, as we were leaving after the first initial individual periods, they were doing a, a special teams exercise. So a pretty uh, light day of practice, individual mostly. Derrick Henry was not out there, presumably getting a, a, a well-deserved day of rest. Um, but, yeah, pretty light day, no pads on, getting ready to ramp up into, again, a, a four-day week as opposed to a three-day week. So one thing did happen, and we'll get this show power to the people, and we'll get people interacting right out of the gate. But we got to show them the actual real video of Julio Jones. In today's age, if it's not videotaped, it didn't happen. So <laughs> we have the videotape. Luke, you took these videos. Yes. Take us through what, what is kind of going on. Julio Jones returns to practice, and then we will get everybody's opinion in the chat about said return to practice here's julio doing some drills on a hamstring that's kept him out for two straight games yeah he looked very good he looked comfortable he looked explosive i think coming up right here is uh no so it's the one after this you got a, a little helmet on a stick action like his alabama brother Derek henry usually gets but i want you to look with this drill right here Look how explosive this guy is, how he's moving his legs. He's not really favoring anything. He's not uh, taking it slow by any stretch. He's uh, he's full speed based on these videos, no? No, I, that's what I see as well. And, you know, you kind of look for a hitch in his giddy-up, as they say. I didn't see that in just that small sample size, right? No. Like, that's all we have, but... I thought he looked really good for a guy who's been out for two games. I'll be curious to see about a pitch count like A.J. Brown was on. But this brings us to our question of the day, which is what is one word to describe Julio Jones back at practice on Wednesday? Give us one word. You guys saw the video. And you know what? We'll play it again for everybody just jumping in right now. And you can get real-time assessment with your singular word. Type in the chat. We're broadcasting live on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter. Here's Julio Jones yesterday at practice. This also give 
Luke, a great you opportunity to promote what platform they're watching this thing on. And that's oh, yeah. a little TikTok. Our TikTok guy, Luke, coming in strong. Yeah, that's right. Minus the fact that there's, I had to take the music out of the background so that we'd avoid a copyright strike. This is on the A to Z Sports TikTok. You can see the at name there, at A to Z Sports Nashville. And uh, as, as much as we can, every week of practice, we like to post videos like this one. Um, I'll be back at practice today. Have another TikTok up this afternoon. Got some some A.J. Brown stuff. If Derrick Henry's out there today, I'm sure we'll get some stuff of him as well. So I, I really liked that video because I think we've all been waiting on Julio Jones to arrive after we didn't see much of him in training camp. Then mm-hmm. he gets injured early in the season after a really good Seahawks game. You know, he was like very well part. in the Seattle game. I mean, he was a big part of that win, that comeback victory, Mm -hmm. uh, even though they didn't give him that touchdown that was actually a touchdown. But, you know, Titans come back and and win in in overtime. One word to describe Julio Jones back at practice. Luke, I'm going to send you to the comment section and see what the people are saying. And then I have my answer already, but I'm curious to see what everybody else has to say. Yeah, so Aaron says exciting. Tori says Finally, uh, Steven says psych. I guess that means he's he's psyched about it. Scott says relieved. I think that's probably a good word. Dom broke the rules. He said definitely needed. This is the one word game, Dom. All right. Uh, Brandon says hopeful. Donnie D says relief. Ryan says win. And I think that's an interesting conversation of, you know, could they win without Julio Jones? It looks like he's you know probably going to play, but. I think they probably really need him against such a, a, a strong team like Buffalo. Mark says prime time. Mudgy says juicy. Don't that one kind of makes me a little uncomfortable, Mudgy. And Caleb says skeptical. So a lot of good words there. I I think I look at the videotape and I look at the need of Julio Jones. I, I said this a couple of weeks ago. I think this was always the plan. I think when he got hurt. In, uh, against Indianapolis, and they knew that the next two games were against the Jets and the Jags. I think that they assessed the injury, and they said, we're shutting you down for two weeks. Regardless if he could have played against Jacksonville, now I didn't think that they they thought that they were going to lose against the Jets, but I think that is the struggle with the comeback is can he be fully healthy? And are they going to put him on a pitch count like they did A.J. Brown last week? I think you got to throw everything at the Bills. I I don't think you can play it safe. So my one word is ready. I think he looks ready. I think he will be ready. My personal opinion, again, I don't know any inside information on on injury reports. God knows no one does. (laughs) I think Julio Jones will play. I don't know that for a fact, Mm -hmm. but he looks ready to go because he's going to be needed on Monday night. You know, you said that the Titans need the full arsenal against the Buffalo Bills. They couldn't even beat the New York Jets without the full arsenal, right? So I think it makes sense that they need everything they can get against a far superior opponent to the Jets and really superior to the Titans in uh, in the Bills, no? Yeah, well, I think at the end of the day, what we learned over the last two weeks is Ryan Tannehill has to have help besides Derrick Henry. Yes, badly. You, you Badly, right? The, the C-stars, whatever you want to call them, the backups, they're not good enough. And they're really not good enough when you play against a defense like Sean McDermott's. Because... Luke, rewind to last year's Tuesday night game against the Bills. What mm-hmm. was the difference in that game? Do you remember? Oh, gosh. It's been so long. Turnovers, maybe? Bingo. Turnovers. Opportunistic turnovers that the Titans, they built a really big lead. Mm-hmm. They had interceptions. That was early on in the first first half. That can't happen. If, if the opposite things happen, the, the Titans' goose is cooked. Yeah. They have to have big plays and they have to protect the football and they need superstar status from their wide receivers. And so 
I think it had always been the plan when Julio and AJ went down against Indy. This was the game. This was their return. They were able to ease back AJ a little bit sooner. Julio doesn't get that treatment. He's got to be ready to play, and he's got to be ready to catch the football when Ryan Tannehill throws it to him. Yeah, yeah, I I agree with that 100%. Because Tannehill has sort of been left on this island of doing everything himself so far this season. When it's not Derrick Henry, it's Tannehill having to sort of take the entire offense on his shoulder because receivers aren't getting open, right? A.J. Brown, I don't know how many snaps he played this week, but he caught that one pass off a of play action and then sort of disappeared, and we never saw him again. And he's throwing the – look, Chester Rogers is a fine role player, but he's not a go-to receiver in an offense. And, and I even think guys like Nick Westbrook-Akina and, and Racy McMath, they're not even like good role players. They like just sort of exist out there. And, and so you got to get Tannehill some help because the, the guy is not only having to throw to players who are not open and often are not catching the football. I mean, the fact that Jeff Swaim is getting targets in this offense at all tells you all you need to know. That guy stinks. But Tannehill is getting killed in addition to all of this. Even when he doesn't get sacked, he's getting helmet to the back. And, and I think Julio Jones and his presence can help with all of that. Of course, it's going to give him another player who can get open opposite A.J. Brown. And maybe we finally see this pick your poison Titans offense come to life. But maybe it forces a defense to step back a little bit because the Titans have been getting blitzed to death on offense. And, and why not? Because they're all working. That's what a defensive coordinator should do. Yes. Right. Over the last two games, that's what they should do. Now, the Jags didn't have the players to really impact that game to win, but you're you're right. And Julio Jones being out there, I think, is very impactful. I want to do a quick question before we move forward to Avery Williamson. And, and Buck put it up on our quick quick hits on social media. You saw A.J. Brown play a percentage of snaps. What percentage of offensive snaps do you think, and it's a two-part question to you, Luke, Okay, Julio Jones will play and A.J. Brown will play? Now, before you answer that, I do want to tell the fine folks about where they should work out, and that is Mandu. Mandu, right there. Your first workout is absolutely free. They are the pulse of fitness. I did my Mandu workout on Tuesday. It really changes the way you think about working out because it's. Fu- I look forward to it every single week. And it is easy, it's simple, it's quick, and it is effective. That's the biggest thing. Your workout is absolutely free. Visit Mandu.com. Look at a location near you. Locations are popping up everywhere. If you're in Middle Tennessee, they got four locations. They got you covered. That's mandu.com. And I am going to tell you about our good friends at BetMGM because they have a great deal going on for you right now. Today, if you head to BetMGM, you download their app, you give them that promo code you see on your screen there, A to Z Sports. They will give you a risk-free bet of up to $1,000. It's a great deal to take advantage of. Maybe you are, you know, you you see our pick show come across your timeline. You see people talking about the over-under and then the point spread and everything, and you've always sort of wanted to get involved. This is a great deal to take advantage of. And if you're a vet and you're just looking for a good deal, something to take advantage of, uh, this is for you as well. So download the BetMGM app, give them the promo code A to Z Sports, and you will get a risk-free bet of up to $1,000. All right, Luke, this is for you. Percentage. Give me an AJ snaps percentage and a Julio snaps percentage. Monday night, Bill. Yeah, so AJ Brown, I'm going to say 85 to 90, somewhere in that range. I think it's going to take a step up from last week, but the Titans traditionally under Vrabel rotate receivers a lot. So I think even someone who is, you know, fully healthy is not going to play 100% of the snaps, which that's another conversation that's very irritating to me, but whatever. And then uh, Julio Jones, man, 75-80? I'm going to go 80. I'm going to go, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go the over. I think that they see the importance of this game. They see 
what it's going to take to beat a team like this. And I could see them um, sort of going full throttle with, with Julio Jones and A.J. Brown. Yeah, well, and I think you're right on A.J. I'm curious about Julio. You know, because you mm-hmm. got the Chiefs on the other side of this, then the Colts, then the Rams. So I think you have to think about that. But he has to be on the field for a threat, right? I mean, yeah. That, but you don't want to re injure it. This is, it's a really tough decision. But based on the video that we, we saw earlier in the show, he looks ready. He looks like he is fully capable. I mean, he's making those quick cuts, and we even had a doc talk, and we'll talk about bone and joint here in a little while. You know, we had a physical therapist on the show, and and go back on YouTube and and search that. It's all about the long stride speed. That's where hamstrings can get tight, and they can get strained. Do you think they will help Julio in the route tree of that? You know, like there's two parts to it. Time spent on the field and actual actions on the field. Yeah. And and I think there's a good comment here brought to us in all caps by Mark, who says Vrabel is holding back somewhat. He's unleashing them Monday night. You know, I, I think there's certainly something to that because I don't think we've seen the best of this Titans offense yet. And I wish I had I had the clip, but I sort of asked Tannehill about that yesterday. I not I didn't directly ask him, "Have we seen the best of you?" But sort of, how much room is there? How much more is there that you can do? Because so far it's been a little clunky. And, and he said, "You know, we have a lot of room to grow. There are a lot of things we're not doing very well that we can eventually start doing well." And my sort of translation of that is, we need to stop looking at this Titans offense right now as what it is going to be in week 18. Because the fire Todd Downing nonsense patrol has been out for the last two weeks. And we're watching this Titans offense through five games, and we're saying, well, they suck, right? They stink, and and this is what it's going to be the rest of the season. But that's just not true. They haven't gone full throttle, and they haven't had their best players available. Yeah. You want to see them, you know, like souped up, Full fuel, brand new oil change, ready to hit the road. Exactly. And it feels like they've just been, you know, they've had an axle, some something messed up. The transition hasn't been right. Or transmission hasn't been right. The steering wheel is stuck a little bit. They just, they haven't been able to use their vehicle. Mm-hmm. And the NFL football season doesn't give you uh, grace. You know, like... You don't get you get one bye week. Do you think that Vrabel sometimes acts as if it does, as if you do get some grace? Because I remember back in, I can't remember if this was his first or second year. I want to say it was his first year. They were sort of in the hole heading into the, the home stretch of the season. And I want to say it was his first press conference of November. And he made the comment, you know, this is when the season really gets started. And I wanted to be like, no, the season started two months ago. Like, So you bring up a good point because I've actually asked people about this. I've asked players uh, about this. And this is something that I think fans and media do lose sight of. It's a long season. Mm -hmm. And you can't get your emotions. I mean, I I think a good head coach – and I think Vrabel's been able to do this. You have to stay consistent, right? Mm-hmm. You can't, when Julio goes down or AJ Bird, you can't freak out. Yeah. You can't think, oh no. And so I, I think that's kind of how head coaches think about the season. You know, I, and I, I hate to use this reference. It is a good reference. I, I know that the source is probably uh, not the best source now anymore, but. Or is this John Gruden? John Gruden <laughs> uh, used to look at the season in quarters. You have four quarters of the season. Now, there's 17 games now, but 16 divided by four is four. So you want to go three and one in every quarter. That's mm-hmm. the goal. You can't go one and three. 
you sure as hell can't go zero and four and two and two. You need to work on something for the next four games. Yeah, I think that's how a lot of and that's the old school way of football, right? Like, mm-hmm. um, that's what you know. Mike Holmgren was teaching. That's what Andy Reid knows. Yeah, those guys, those core coaches, and so I actually. I don't. I think he's emotionally, uh, how to say this, stable when it comes to viewing the season. It's very early. Yeah. Stick with the process because if you get caught up in a loss, you can screw yourself. You know, the following week or for a couple of weeks, and injuries are going to happen. Like mm-hmm. going into the season, nobody never doesn't get hurt. And and what works in the Titans' favor is. It's not, you know, you talk about going one in, or three and one in each quarter. Let's add a game to that and say that they, they win that last 17th game. Titans don't need to go 13 and four to win the AFC South. It really depends on Monday night because the Bills have the tie break over the Chiefs, right? Mm-hmm. Now the Ravens have the tie break over the Colts. The division is probably the Titans to lose, right? We all mm-hmm. agree with that. If you beat the Bills at the end of the season because there's 17 games, the Titans may try to be vying for that number one spot, which is worth going after. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Without, If they lose to the Bills, I think you're in a completely different situation. This team doesn't strike me as having any sort of shot at the number one seed, though. I mean, do you watch this team and think that they're going to be able to take over the AFC? Well, the Chargers are in a division with the Chiefs, right? Yeah. And they also have competition with the, the Raiders, if they can figure that out. I think you look at Buffalo and... Look, they have the ease of the Jets because the Jets are not good. But if the Titans can take care of the business, the the Titans have the biggest advantage, Luke. They still have to play the Jags. They still have to play the Colts. And they have to play the Texans twice. And the Texans Mm -hmm. are at the end of the season. So that's a benefit where I'm not saying they're going to be in that situation. But Monday night is a telling. If they lose Monday night, they're not going to be. If they win... I don't think that you can set that aside and say that it can't happen. I, I, I just, think, I think I, it's a realistic. I don't think it's positive I, or negative, right? I don't People trust Mike Vrabel. Positive, Luke that. is negative. I just think that it's realistic. It's too. Early, don't get caught up in your emotions. It's too early in the season, and a tiebreak over the Bills, who have a tiebreak over the Chiefs, helps you quite a bit. I, it gives you a game. But, like, okay, Jarrell's in the comments saying I'm negative AF. Like, Jarrell, you watch this team. You watch them play the Jets. You watch them bumble, tumble around against the Jaguars on Sunday, and you said, yep, that team can compete for number one in the AFC. Uh, it doesn't mean that they can't improve, though. Sure, but it is a Mike Vrabel thing to never sort of reach the pinnacle. You always sort of – you're not middling. You're not 8-8. Eight and eight, But you're always watching Mike Vrabel's Titans saying, but if only they would do this, if only they would do this, right? I mean, they went to the AFC Championship game when nobody thought that he would. Yeah, but they last had, year, they they had, had a bad performance. Last year they had a bad performance in a playoff game. Yeah, that, they, it, that playoff run, they had their secret ingredient, which is adversity, which they're addicted to. They, 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 they're great when there's adversity and when people doubt them and they can play off of that. But Well, they're setting themselves up for that. <laughs> Not so, the number one seed. I don't know. I, I'm, all I'm talking about is being in competition for yeah. it. And Monday night at least gives you the ability to be in competition for it. If yeah, you lose, I, you're absolutely right, Luke. You might as well save Derrick Henry's carries toward the end of the season because you're going to win your division and you're not going to get a bye. I think the Chiefs being as mediocre as they have been certainly helps you make your point about having a shot. But, I mean, I, I don't know. I guess you're right that if they win on Monday against what we think is the best team in the AFC, right, that probably means something. 
I, I just don't trust Vrabel to get over that gap and be like Mike Vrabel is just sort of eternally good, not great. And I don't trust him to get over that hump. Didn't they say the same thing about Andy Reid? I mean, it took. Yes, they did. I mean, he went to five straight NFC Championship games. He couldn't win. So they did. It was a rhetorical question. They absolutely <laughs> did. There have been, it's the same thing about Phil Mickelson. They said the exact same about him until he started to win. It doesn't mean that you can't. This is very early on in a coaching career for Vrabel. Again, I am here for everybody to avoid people getting in their feels of the now. Now could be different than week 14, especially in an easy division. I'm just saying. So uh, I, you can doubt. I, I respect that. You can have your own opinion on that. But in the history of sports, the same thing has happened, and those people have gotten over the hump and proved a lot of the doubters wrong. If only Mike Vrabel was as good as Andy Reid. Well, well. I, a lot of people said that Andy Reid wasn't very good prior to Andy Patrick Reed got Mahomes. fired. Right? Yeah. So uh, let's digress. I am curious to hear your opinion on newly acquired Titan Avery Williamson. You wrote a piece on A to Z sports.com mm-hmm. that I read. A lot of people read it. Rashawn Evans, look, I think he's in the Titan fan doghouse because of his play. But we're going to ask you guys. Will Avery Williamson have a big, small, or no impact? Now, before we answer that, I am going to get Luke's opinion. And before we get Luke's opinion, I am going to tell you guys about Wilson County Hyundai. Wilson County Hyundai is where you need to go to get your next ride. They've got the Palisade, the Sonata, the Elantra, your perfect make and model. And all you got to do is go to the inventory and search that you can find it and they can get it. WilsonCountyHyundai.com. And today, if you download the BetMGM app and you give them the promo code A to Z Sports, they will give you a risk-free bet of up to $1,000. Cannot beat that. All right, Avery Williamson. You wrote a piece on our website, Luke. Yes. Talking about Avery Williamson and what he can do for the Titans, maybe better than Rashawn Evans. Kind of mm-hmm. talk through that a little bit, and then yeah. we'll get to our question. So it's it's very interesting because I went back and read what I wrote when the Titans drafted Rashawn Evans, and it was basically like, you know, they finally got an Avery Williamson replacement because that dude wasn't all that good. And, and you know, they got this, this first-round draft pick, this guy who flies around. And so fast forward four years, and we're sitting here saying, oh, thank God they got rid of the replacement and are bringing the old guy back, right? Like, it's amazing how that situation is reversed because Titans fans uh, were driven crazy by Avery Williamson back in the day because he's not good at coverage. Now, he is a a smart player. He is an instinctive player. I talked to Kevin Byard about that yesterday. He's he's not good in coverage. So I think it would be a mistake. Like, I saw a lot of Titans fans when the news broke on Tuesday saying, oh, this is – this is great. Avery Williamson's a great player. I'm, I, and, and you want to talk about getting in your feels? That was like letting the nostalgia take over, forgetting that those same fans were probably pleading for him to get cut whenever uh, he, he left in free agency. He's not a great run defender, right? Devin White, that's a great run defender. Avery Williamson is a above average to good run defender. But the reason that that works for the Titans and that that is such a good thing for the Titans is Rashawn Evans is a below average to bad, like visibly always out of place run defender. And Avery Williamson is not. I think tape shows you that that is correct. Now we've got the tape of Mike Vrabel because asked yesterday, why did you pick up Avery Williamson? Well, this is what Mike Vrabel said. I just provide depth. Provide depth at that position. You know, Avery's played a lot of football. Winning football. So we'll kind of see where that is. See how quickly he gets caught up. What you see on tape, his strengths as a player. 
this great diagnoses for me to react. We, you know, I liked him, watched him when he was here. I mean, I've seen a whole lot of them since then. I know that he moved on for ABC at the same time I got here. And Zach, what's the key word from that? Good at diagnosing run plays, which is Rashawn Evans' biggest flaw. And, and this move tells you all you need to know about how the Titans feel about Rashawn Evans. Well, them not picking up his fifth option told us everything that they need to know about Yeah, them. but, I mean, they also didn't pick up Jack Conklin's fifth-year option, and he, you know, they still started him. He was still that was based player. on injury, though. Yeah, yeah. So And, and, and Corey Davis was based on play, yes. just like Rashawn Evans was based on play. Mm-hmm. But, you know, on Monday, I asked Vrabel, I was like, how would you evaluate Rashawn Evans' ability in the mental aspect of the game? He's like, you know, we all can, like he said, we all can do better. We all can always do better. I thought we were all going to like, you know, that Kaharski and and Therese and everybody, we were all going to stand up and like hold hands and sing a song or something. We start talking about we can all, we can all do better, right? But this move shows you who they really think can do better, and that is Evans, because they don't just go out and get a linebacker who used to be on the team. They go out and get a linebacker who used to be on the team whose biggest strength is Rashawn Evans' biggest weakness. So that's smart. Oh, yeah. And I think John Rob- this is a John Robinson move. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, the, he, he's familiar with Avery Williamson. Now, unfortunately, it was also a John, Robin- John Robinson move to draft Evans in the first place. Well, I think the Evans draft pick was both. I think Vrabel had his hands defensively on. I like I. I yeah, I know. that's what I wrote back then. Going back to read what I wrote the night of the draft, that was sort of my take: is that it was a, a dual pick. And players don't work out sometimes, right? I mean, <laughs> i.e., Isaiah Wilson, lazy panda. But that's not this situation. This situation is a player that has not reached his draft potential for his first team in the NFL. Here's a question. Will Avery Williamson have a big, small, or no impact on the Titans defense this season? He's just picked up. We see these guys. They get picked up, then they get cut, they get demoted. He's a veteran, but that's the question we're going to be asking you guys. Will Avery Williamson have a big, small, or no impact on the Titans defense this season guy comes in there and says small only because of lack of coverage sills small from Sterling. Andrew says small Damari says small. Uh, Donald says Rashawn Evans is chance Warmack 2.0. I don't know about that. I, I don't know about that either. David says small, but couldn't end up big Larry coming in our first, I believe big, Aaron says small impact. Marie says small impact. Ethan says they are so thin at the position. It is a big impact. Um, Small from Lee Hobbs. Big from Mark if we need it. Small impact. Luke, what is your answer to this question? Small impact. Because I think when you talk about big impact, when a Monty Hooker gets back, that's a big impact. Because you're not only getting Dane Krukshank off the field, you're getting a good, valuable player who can create turnovers. There's a reason that the Titans were able to sign Avery Williamson on October the 14th. Like, there, there's a reason that he was available. Expecting him to come in, I brought up Devin White earlier, one of my favorite players in the league, right? That's not who this guy is. And if you think that's who the Titans are getting, you are way overestimating uh, Avery Williamson's ability, but he will give them, I think, a valuable early down run defender. Now, granted, I don't know that that matters. Like we always say, well, this is not a three down linebacker. Like the NFL is such a passing league. Now you're sort of a three down linebacker or not a linebacker at all. So I I question his ability to play a lot of snaps. And look, I I feel like when Jayon Brown gets healthy, it's going to be him and David Long most of the time. If Evans keeps playing the way that he does. Yeah, definitely. 
I thought he was going to turn a corner. I mean, I thought heading into last season, I I was asked, like, who's your breakout player? I said, Rashawn Evans. Like, he had a good first two years, solid first two years. He was ready to take that next step, and he regressed massively. And whereas now, because a lot of Titans players regressed last year, right? The whole defense was bad. But whereas now we're seeing a lot of those players who were – invisible in 2020 like Kevin Byard like Harold Landry start showing up and making plays Rashawn Evans is still continuing to nosedive yeah my answer my gut feeling guys and it's nothing against Avery Williamson I'm gonna say no none at I, all I, I I just don't think that he will have an impact I don't do know think, how much he's that, I don't think he's gonna, play, they're not gonna play him do you think yeah. yeah it's not an Avery Williamson thing it's uh coach playing thing and obviously injury will change that if somebody gets hurt he'll have to step in but yeah i've seen this before right guy gets signed mid-season depth piece yeah will compton (laughs) now will compton was thrown in there but he didn't make a big impact right like i just think that that's kind of what avery williamson is i the majority of the chat said small. I'm just going to go a, a little below because I don't think he's going to get the playing time necessarily. Mm-hmm. And you want, I mean, what you, you want Rashawn Evans to play better. <laughs> you don't want to use Avery Williams. Yeah, but a fourth year player is not going to suddenly figure out how to be instinctive and not guess in, on run plays. Well, he can guess more right than he has. Yeah, I mean, maybe luck kicks in, but good. all they need him for is this season. Rashawn Evans has no feel for the run game, though. I mean, I, I wish we had the clip of where Trevor Lawrence is handing the ball off to uh, Carlos Hyde. And Rashawn Evans, in the complete opposite gap, is just leaping into the air at nothing. Now, the Titans would try to convince us that, oh, he thought there was going to be a sneak. Again, Lawrence is handing the ball off to Carlos Hyde. There is no sneak. And Rashawn Evans is leaping in the air at nothing. Definitely got to get better play at that position if you're going to beat the Bills, the Chiefs, the Colts, or the Rams, which who knows what the Rams will be by the time the the Titans see them. But they're concentrating on the Bills on Monday night. Luke, I'm not going to get, and, and unfortunate, I won't get able to talk to you on Monday, and we won't be able to do a show, but you will be live, and you'll be covering the game there at Nissan Stadium. Right now on October 14th, Thursday morning, I want to get your gut feeling, and the chat. If you look, this is a broad question. It's more for Luke, because we're not going to get the chance to, to discuss this, but what is your gut feeling about Titans Bill's right now so before you answer that i'll give you some time to think about your gut diagnose your gut but i'm going to talk about renter's warehouse renter's warehouse is the place to go 89 dollars per month they're the professional landlord if you're thinking about buying a home maybe you buy a home and you rent your property now maybe you're thinking about investment and you go out and invest in a property you need somebody to manage said property Renters Warehouse has you covered. They're Nashville's professional landlords. Renterswarehouse.com, only $89 a month. They will find your tenants. They will manage them. They will collect. They have you covered at Renterswarehouse.com. And our friends at BetMGM have a great deal going on for you today. If you download the app and give them the promo code A to Z Sports, they will give you a risk-free bet of up to $1,000. $1,000. Tonight, fire them cannons in Philly. Bucks. Really? I didn't realize the Bucks are playing tonight. Oh, yeah, baby. That means I will be tuning in. It's a great day. I'm going to give you – this is live on air. Live on air. We talk, talk about BetMGM. My bet tonight – let me log in real quick. <laughs> My bet for tonight's game is – it's actually a prop bet. I'm a prop fiend. Quez Watkins' longest reception – over 19 and a half yards. Look for that tonight. I got 60 bucks on it. Quez Watkins over 19 and a half longest reception. I think Jalen Hurts is going to use him. 
that's my free tip to you guys. I'm blessing you on BetMGM. Luke, what's your gut about Titans-Bills? My gut in terms of whether they will win is I think they certainly have a shot, right? Because we've seen in the Mike Vrabel era, this is a team that plays to the level of their competition. They kind of come out flat against the bad teams and still win a majority of those games. It's just sort of few and far between that they go in and dismantle someone. I can only think of a handful of times that that's happened, uh, even against teams like the Jets, like the Jaguars. And they play well against the good teams outside of Green Bay on the Sunday night football last year. When when they're in big spots against really good teams, they tend to rise to the occasion. I think of the Philly game in 2018 when they were the reigning Super Bowl champions. I think of uh, the New England Patriots in 2019, or maybe that was the same year where they blew out Brady and the Patriots. I think of uh, the Bills game, right? Last year's Bills game. And, and so I think it would be foolish to look at the Titans, you know, and say, well, they lost to the Jets and they beat the Jags, but didn't look great doing it. So I don't see how they have a chance against the Bills because to the credit of Mike Vrabel, they rise to the occasion in these in these types of big spots. So I could totally see them winning. And as for what the game itself means, I, I think this is a huge game for not the Titans learning about themselves because they don't care about any kind of measuring stick. But for us really starting to put a finger on who this team is and what they're capable of, because it's been all over the place so far. They got destroyed in week one, lost a game that they had no business losing in week four. And then in week three, they handled the Colts fairly easily. And in week two, they had a nice comeback win against the Seahawks. It's been all over the place for the Titans. And so now facing a good team that we know is good, that they know is good, we're going to start to see what this team is really made of. Monday night will tell us who the best team in the AFC is. Hmm. Okay. And I say that because I think the Titans can really open eyes to a lot of people. They didn't watch. Most of the people did not watch Titans, Jets, Titans, Jacks. They don't care. They didn't watch. They're going to watch Monday night football. And oh, yeah. the Bills, after a big win on Sunday night against the Chiefs, they're on everybody's mind as the best team in the AFC. The Tuesday night game last year, nobody watched. Like I'm, I'm going to say this, nobody watched that. It was a COVID year. It's weird. Tuesday nights, you have other things. Everybody's going to be watching this Monday night game. Fans oh, yeah. are going to be there. The Titans have a lot to prove. I'm not going to tell you my complete gut of what I think the outcome will be. You'll have to wait for our pregame show. And you know what? This gives me a quick second to, to promote where we're going to be. The mainstay, home games, right there across the street from Nissan Stadium. Come hang out with us and come listen to our broadcast. If the Bills blow out the Titans, it will just solidify what everybody thinks, right? But if the Titans play well and it comes down and possibly the Titans win, I think they'll earn – the Titans will never earn anybody's full respect until they win the Super Bowl, but they will earn some people's respect heading into the playoff stretch in December and January. And that's proved to be a dangerous thing for the Titans, right? When you start believing the old Matt Neely catchphrase, they'll only let you down. Um, but but that's another conversation. So, so, so you think if the Titans beat the Bills, like let's say it's not a blowout. Let's say Titans beat the Bills. 27-24 on a fat Randy field goal as time expires. You think the Titans are the best team in the AFC? I think with Julio Jones and A.J. Brown and the offensive line playing better, I think, and without Bud Dupree, they have the structure that they can. I, I don't judge them based on having not having their two best wide receivers the last two games. I, that's not a measuring stick for me. This is a long season. I'm saying going into they've beaten the Colts. They have the easiest division in the league. Like that's going to help them. I need to see the Titans. I, and it's unfair to say at full strength, but at strength, mm -hmm. you know, we, what did yeah. they do at strength against the Seattle Seahawks? One that I, I need to see them at strength 
mm-hmm. and maybe later on down the season when Bud Dupree fully returns, we will one day see them at full strength. Yeah, I think there's a, certainly a line between full strength and poverty, which is where they've been the last couple of weeks. Absolutely. It's Thursday, Luke. You know what that means? Unfortunately, I do. It does mean the magic bucket. We will get to the magic bucket. And we got to do what the magic bucket says we have to do. And we're both in on this, right? It's not just a one, one-time one deal. But first, I am going to tell you about Bone and Joint Institute. Don't fumble on your recovery. The Bone and Joint Institute has you covered in Franklin. State-of-the-art facility. I talked about it a little bit earlier. We do doc talks when injuries occur. They uh, Physical therapists last week, go back on YouTube and search it, really broke down the hamstring injury of – A.J. Brown and what he may be going through, as well as Julio Jones. What rehab, the treatment, it's really fascinating. I love that segment, and I love our partner over there at Bone and Joint Institute. You can use them as well. Austin and I have both used the doctors at the Bone and Joint Institute to help us. They can help you. That's boneandjointinstitute.com. And one more reminder that today, if you sign up for the BetMGM app and you give them the promo code A to Z Sports, they will give you a risk-free bet of up to $1,000. Now, Zach, we, we just had a, uh, a reminder in the chat that uh, Austin Stanley doesn't have to listen to the Magic Bucket, right? Right, and we got to hold him accountable. I do want to say one thing about BetMGM, and that is doing my good duty, and that is if you do, and you should, visit BetMGM.com. For terms and conditions, you must be 21 years or older, must be present in Tennessee, and for gambling problem support, call the Tennessee Red Line at 1-800-889-9789. You're right, Austin. I did not know that Austin had been paying off his bets. This is what I want you to do, Luke, live (laughs) on the show. Do you have your phone? Yes. I need you to tweet at Austin. Okay. Say, uh, I'll let you compose the tweet, but call him out right now and say, I still haven't received my Amazon package. What's going on? I, I, I kind of think, I, look, I don't want to avoid the magic bucket for entertainment purposes, but <laughs> that means that Austin has got to do two magic buckets when we return. Yeah. Or, or he could just send me a gift. One of the two. No, it, it, that time has passed. He's missed a week. <laughs> He's the bucket dodger. It's so, been more than a week. That was uh, that was two weeks ago, I think. Well, between you and I, we do have to do the magic. <laughs> it's for the people. And I will pay off what I need to do by doing this. Magic bucket time. I'm going to pick for you. I'll pick for myself. Luke, are you ready? I am ready to go. You will not be present on tomorrow's show. We actually have a special guest talking Vols football because they got a big game against Ole Miss, which I will be in attendance. So you can't do that. I'm going to have to repick. Was it the hair slick down? Because I had to do that once before. No, I, you can't do this either. Take a shot of alcohol on tomorrow's show. Can't do that. Able to do that, so you avoided that. Let's see here. Ah, an oldie but a goodie. Okay. I actually love this, and you escape where you don't have to. Uh, it's not that bad. Okay. Name blank amount of blank in 15 seconds. Okay. So I will put together – the stopwatch. Let me see. I've got one. Are you ready? I'm so I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it again. And when I finish the second time, me repeating it, that is when I start. Okay. In 15 seconds, name as many Titans media people as you can. In 15 seconds, name as many Titans media people as you can go. Paul Koharski, Terry McCormick, Teresa Walker, Amy Wells, Mike Keith, Rhett Bryan, 
Ben Arthur, Gentry Estes, Joe Rexroad, uh, John Burton, Emily Proud, Corey Curtis, Kayla Anderson, Cal Baxter, Zach Bingham, Luke Warsham, Austin Stanley. Game. Um, oh, we have a new record. We have a new record. We have a new record. 17. It beat my 16. Oh, Holy. Fantastic. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's a simple one. I'm, I'm around these people every day. At this, I didn't even say Jim Wyatt. I didn't even get to that. I one. mean, dude. That was good. <laughs> that was good. Plus, you left Buck off, which is pretty funny. Wow. But you have to be at practice to be a media member. Shots fired. Uh, well, yeah, shots fired, <laughs> but he, he has other things to do. Yeah. But that so was it's very not like good. He's slacking off. That was very good, dude. Man, like, very impressive. All right. I will have to do this, wear a turtleneck on tomorrow's show. Oh. That, mm. You know, I remember watching when Austin had to do that, and it made me uncomfortable for him. Like, I'm probably going to have to order one off Amazon, so I'll have to do that next week. But I will not forget. You I'll could just order. You could take a trip to Goodwill. I'm sure you'll find the turtleneck there. I'm not going to go Um <laughs> Thank you for the suggestion, Luke. And thank you for joining us today. Great Titans Thursday show. Bravo to Luke for that performance for the Magic Bucket. Tomorrow, Jonathan Crompton, former Vols quarterback, will be joining me. We will be breaking down Vols, Ole Miss, really the game of the weekend, I think. Lots of points being scored. I'll be there live from Knoxville. Cannot wait for that. Luke, excellent job. Have a great weekend, Luke. And for everybody else, I will see you tomorrow. Adios.